the ideological nonsense and hypocrisy of leftists. One of the more grotesque demonstrations of leftist nonsense and hypocrisy was demonstrated a week ago following an episode of the wildly popular Disney show The Mandalorian when baby Yoda eats the unfertilized eggs of a frog woman who is transporting her eggs to her husband so he can fertilize them in order to prevent their species' imminent extinction. Fans of Baby Yoda freaked out, incensed at the lighthearted treatment of what they deemed genocide by the beloved Baby Yoda. The moral incoherence and hypocrisy should be obvious. In the upside down where leftists live, when a human mother hires someone to dismember her own fertilized human egg, also known as a human fetus, embryo, or baby, They demand that society affirm, celebrate, and shout the execution of tiny humans. In fact, the voluntary dismemberment of fertilized human eggs at any gestational age is so morally innocuous and such an unmitigated public good that leftists think all Americans should pay for the executions of humans in the womb. In the Upside Down, the genocidal killing of all fertilized human eggs with Down syndrome is at best morally neutral, if not morally good. But the fictional devouring of unfertilized frog critters' eggs is morally repugnant. Just wondering, if fertilized human eggs are parasites and so devoid of personhood as to render them morally legitimate objects to kill... And if it's okay to dismember them because they're imperfect non-persons, would there be anything wrong with eating their remains? Leftist views on the slaughter of fertilized human eggs is just the most grotesque of their many morally incoherent views. Here are a few more. According to leftists, concerns of conservatives about possible 2020 election irregularities, including via computer malfeasance and malfunction, are evidence of paranoid conspiracy theories. But when leftists express such concerns, they're sound, reasonable, and legitimate. In 2019, U.S. Senator Ron Wyden proposed an amendment titled Protecting American Votes and Elections Act to the Help America Vote Act of 2002. His proposed amendment was signed by 14 co-sponsors, all Democrats, including a who's who of presidential wannabes. Richard Blumenthal, Edward Markey, Jeff Merkley, Tammy Duckworth, Brian Schatz, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Kirsten Gillibrand, Tammy Baldwin, Bernie Sanders, Maria Cantwell, Kamala Harris, Sherrod Brown, Michael Bennett, and Patty Murray. Wyden provided this summary, quote, Votes cast with paperless voting machines cannot be subject to a manual recount, and so there is no way to determine the real election results if they are hacked. His amendment mandates paper ballots. In order to detect hacks, this bill requires election bodies to conduct audits of all federal elections, regardless of how close the election, by employing statistically rigorous risk-limiting audits. There are currently no mandatory standards for election cybersecurity, which has resulted in some states operating election infrastructure that is needlessly vulnerable to hacking. The Election Assistance Commission sets voluntary standards for voting machines, but states can and do ignore these standards. 
there are no standards at all for voter registration websites or other parts of our election infrastructure. End quote. Here's another point. Leftists heartily endorse bodily damage and disfigurement as sound treatment protocols for those who experience a mismatch between their internal feelings and their sexual embodiment as male or female. But bodily damage and disfigurement of those who experience a mismatch between their internal feelings and their whole or healthy bodies, that is to say those with body integrity identity disorder who identify as amputee or paraplegics, well, bodily damage and disfigurement for them is considered barbaric and ethically prohibited. Leftists condemn conservatives as science deniers for disagreeing with them on the degree to which climate change is caused by human action or disagreeing with them on how to respond to climate change. At the same time, the purported science worshipers claim that men can menstruate, become pregnant, and chest feed, and they claim that the product of conception between two persons is not a person. Anyone who refuses to concede to such nonsense is mocked, reviled, deplatformed, and fired. Just ask Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling or Wall Street Journal writer and author of Irreversible Damage, Abigail Schreier. Leftists claim that marriage has no connection to either sexual differentiation or reproductive potential. They vociferously claim that marriage is solely constituted by love and that love is love. And yet most leftists don't think two brothers in a consensual loving relationship should be able to legally marry. Leftists claim there's no story behind or within Hunter Biden's emails and texts that prove Joe Biden straight up lied to the American public. And yet they claim there was a story of such magnitude and enormity within Christopher Steele's imaginative dossier that it necessitated 24-hour coverage for years. Leftists claim that eliminating the Electoral College and filibuster and packing the Supreme Court constitute necessary changes to enhance democracy. Every gathering of leftists, including mostly violent protests, a takeover of six city blocks, trips to hair salons, a post-election street celebration, a holiday boating excursion, restaurant dining, a funeral-slash-Democrat campaign event, are COVID-19 immune and justifiable. But an Orthodox Jewish funeral, an entirely peaceful protest of draconian COVID restrictions, and a march in support of a transparent and fair election are denounced as super-spreader events. Serial killer of senior citizens, Andrew Quietus Cuomo, commands citizens to admit their mistakes and shortcomings with regard to how they responded to the Chinese communist virus, even as he refuses to apologize for his policies that killed scores of elderly. To leftists, social science is the god that determines all moral truth, and yet despite social science demonstrating repeatedly that children, especially boys, need fathers, the left refuses to look at how fatherless families are contributing to the antisocial behavior that is destroying our cities. Leftists claim to value free speech, religious liberty, inclusivity, diversity, tolerance, and unity, 
while condemning not just the beliefs of those with whom they disagree, but also the persons themselves. Many leftists share an uncharitable, presumptuous, ugly, tyrannical, oppressive, and scary desire that those who believe homosexual acts are immoral or who believe marriage has an ontology, who believe biological sex is immutable and meaningful, and who believe bodily damage and disfigurement are improper treatment protocols for gender dysphoria, all those people should be unable to work anywhere in America. To create the illusion that they're not hypocrites and purveyors of science-denying nonsense, and to defend their intolerance, exclusion, divisiveness, hatred of persons, book banning, speech suppression, demand for ideological uniformity, and efforts to circumscribe the exercise of religion, which for Christians extends far outside the church walls, leftists resort to fallacious reasoning. The fallacies they employ are too numerous to list, but two of their faves are the ad hominem fallacy and the fallacy of circular reasoning. Ad hominem is an informal fallacy in which an irrelevant personal attack replaces a logical argument. It proves nothing about the soundness, truth, or falsity of a claim. Instead, it appeals to emotion and silences debate through intimidation. The fallacy of circular reasoning occurs when the conclusion presumes the premise is true without proving it true. So, for example, Leftists argue that homosexual acts are moral acts, and therefore there is no need to tolerate the expression of dissenting views. But the intolerance they are trying to defend is based on the truth of their premise that homosexual acts are moral, a premise they simply assume without proving is true. Here's another. Leftists assert that marriage is constituted solely by subjective romantic and erotic feelings, and therefore the government has no reason not to recognize unions between two people of the same sex as marriages, because such couples can experience love and erotic desire. But the premise, that is, that marriage is constituted solely by subjective romantic and erotic feelings, hasn't been proved. And here's yet another claim about marriage based on circular reasoning. Leftists argue that the reason government is involved in marriage is to grant public legitimacy or provide dignity to erotic romantic unions, and therefore the government has an obligation to recognize homoerotic unions as marriages. The problem is that those who make this argument fail to prove their claim that the reason government is involved in marriage is to recognize, provide, or impart dignity to unions. Those who make this argument simply assume their premise is true. After employing fallacious circular reasoning and hurling ad hominem epithets at their opponents, leftists sanctimoniously wipe the dust off their dirty hands and assert that their hypocrisy isn't really hypocrisy after all.